Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, while supplies last. Offer ends eight thirty one twenty. Hey, what's going on? I think this. I think the video is working now. What's up? <laughs> How's it going, everybody? It's Wednesday. I'm John Schnapp. You're watching Heroes. It's episode 233. We're like getting closer to 300. It's going to take a while, like many weeks. But 233 is a good number. What, right, Coy? Yeah, What's going on, Coy? 233. We're only 67 issues from Venom. That's right. We got a super size, super plus issue. We also have Ashley V. Robinson returning. What's up, Ashley? Uh, the ceiling is currently up right hey, now. Hey, welcome back. Oh, I know. Thank and you. And Marquia is back as well. Thanks for being back. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Happy to get sweaty. Yeah, let's get into it. You know what? We're going to talk about a lot of weird stuff today. A lot of totally weird stuff. But you know what's not weird? The Batman. And we're going to talk about Batman <laughs> starting right off the bat. So Matt Reeves is on Twitter. He's talking about how excited he is to get popping on this feature film version of Batman. We have had, had really a Batman since what, whatever you want to call Justice League. You know, Batman plus a bunch of other people in fighting yeah. boxes and stuff. So, like, we're looking forward to the return of the Batman. Uh, whether Ben Affleck is going to play Batman, probably not. But... It sounds like Matt Reeves, you know, when he first got hired, he's like, I've been a Batman fan. I want to return to the core essence of what Batman is to me, which is the detective, that kind of angle from it. Let's start with you, Coy. Like, what are you, what are you expecting from the Batman film? This right here, this image of Jake Gyllenhaal next to the cowl. I, I, nothing else matters to me. I get a lot of crap on the internet for loving Jake Gyllenhaal, but that man is both Bruce Wayne and Batman. You mm. watch Enemy. You watch Southpaw. You watch his interviews. You watch <laughs> The man can play depraved and broken while also being impossibly charming, and that's Batman. He needs to be able to be Bruce Wayne and be at galas and be schmoozing and be Jake Gyllenhaal. Then he needs to go full Nightcrawler or Southpaw and just lean into the bat. And I can think of no actor right now that's the right age, the right type, 
and the right sensibility that hasn't played a superhero right. more than Gyllenhaal because this man, whenever he does an indie, I'm, I'm there. Like he's one of the few actors that I'm like, okay, here's twenty bucks. I don't care what else is the details. So for him to be Batman and the Rogues Gallery that Batman has that we haven't touched on, the idea that we have Batman, we have a DCFU that isn't utilizing the best Rogues Gallery right. in comics. That's crazy to me. So. This is what I'm excited about. Like, yeah. just looking at a rogues gallery, looking at Jake Gyllenhaal, I love Batfleck. He's one of my favorites, but how long will that last? It's over. That's it's, why I mean, I, my yeah. guesses would be like Affleck's yeah. over. I know they're saying he has one movie commitment. Flashpoint, maybe. Not really anybody really cares that much. Well, like, I don't care if he's just in buy for, him out of it if he doesn't yeah, want to do it. Really. He, maybe he could be in Shazam, too. Best like, Superman for and, and yeah. Batman are both in at the end. They're like, good job. And that's it. Not, <laughs> you're done. Contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High yeah. five. No, but I'm Bat cool five. with that. I mean, those contract things I never care about. It's like, it's a formality. Well, I do have one left. It's like, well, you know, what, half of what? You know, we spent like, 140 on reshoots. We'll pay you off. That's the same thing like with Daniel Craig where he goes back and forth about wanting to be James Bond and my feeling about that is always like you don't have to be James Bond you don't right. have to be Batman you don't <laughs> yeah. have to be the Flash I will take all of those parts very happily um, but I think I think the idea that we might actually get a Batman movie out of this universe is exciting because we had the news a couple weeks ago about Ava DuVernay taking on New Gods and yeah. that's exciting but like can we get a good movie for the entire Trinity before we go completely fourth world crazy right Right. I mean, you know, I'm cool with whatever they want to mm-hmm. do next. I mean, I'm excited to see what they do with Shazam. I'm interested. I'm still interested to see Aquaman even after Just League. Me too. Which is a hard, you know, sell, to be blunt. Like, <laughs> is I James Wan what's exciting? James Wan is the only... The, I mean, and Jason Momoa is a cool guy, but yeah. I just mean mm-hmm. Jace, James Wan is the only reason I'm interested, really, yeah. to be blunt about it. Because I wasn't, I wasn't like, Aquaman's my favorite character. Never been my... Well, at least for me, never been one of my favorite characters. <laughs> you don't love a blonde twink, John? I don't. Yeah, exactly right. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's probably because when I was a kid, Super Friends did that damage where it's like, I'm talking to fish. Fun, no, 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 no. So, like, even yeah, later, yeah. he had the water hand yeah. and all this cool stuff. I could never get that image of him, like, riding a seahorse. I could never get that <laughs> out of my mind. And Jason Momoa helped erase that with Zack Snyder a little bit by making him, like, this grisly kind of badass dude. Mm-hmm. A little too surfery for me, but so mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see what Aquaman holds. I mean, what are your thoughts about the Batman? Uh, yeah, with Batman. Uh, I love Koi's enthusiasm for uh, Jake. Uh, yeah, you know, cool. He seems to be like a really huge favorite for Batman right now. I'm still in the, you know, Wes Bentley uh, camp with oh. it. I love what he did in Interstellar. I love that he's like Christopher Nolan approved type right. of a thing um, with American um, Horror Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Horror Show? Is that it? American Horror Story? Horror yeah, Story, thank yeah. you. Like, America Horror Story. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Can I watch that? Is that a thing? You guys don't know about it. Are they brain is fried on just got green lit, you guys? Which one is it? Coven? Is it Carnival? Yeah. You mean Coven, the only one that matters? Or some people pronounce it Coven, Inside Joke American. Anyway. But yeah, I really enjoy... Like the thought of Wes Bentley playing Batman. Nothing against Jake if he's too busy playing, you know, Prince of Persia two or something like that. That's uh, never gonna happen. Just kidding. No. Uh, thank God. Thank God it's not. You know, thank Prince, God it's Prince not. Prince of Persia does deserve another shot at a movie. With an actual Middle Eastern or Persian person in it. Imagine that. I think all of these movies get one shot. Like a yeah, that's that's right. Right. No, I agree. If you can't get it to work in your fast bender, it's like, get out. That's it's no. Oh, you know? The best thing Prince of Persia did was get Jake Chillenhall to take all the indies he did to apologize for Prince of Persia. Yeah. Like, the best yeah. thing Prince of Persia got us was Nightcrawler. So, yeah. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Chillenhall already God. played the Joker in Nightcrawler. He's you can literally say that that's a tryout for the killing joke. I, I think oh, it's yeah. good that Jake Gyllenhaal can play a darker side, which is what you want want to see in Batman. You do want mm-hmm. to see the, the, the fake Bruce Wayne 
that's hiding that damaged, you know, person who's like living through his family getting murdered in front of him. Mm-hmm. Not that I need to see that repeatedly, but I'm saying that you is don't want to see it in every yeah. movie. Yeah, I don't want to see. It. But we know that that is the dark, damaged part of, yes. of why this guy puts on a bat suit. I mean, that's crazy in the first place, and that mirrors all the other weirdos in Gotham. Be like, well, if he's going to put on a suit, I'm going to, you know. So I like that idea. Yeah, um, and talking about like the dark damage, I, I love that he's saying things like, uh, "Oh yeah, I'm going to do neo noir." You mm-hmm. know, it's going to be like we're going to take it back to you know the greatest detective. Uh, kind of a thing. And with it, um, with going with the rogues gallery with it, something for me when I was growing up with Batman, um, his rogues gallery, I was just like, oh my God, they are so broken. These people deserve to be killed. Mm. That's how I felt mm. like when I was growing up. And it's like the fact that you had Batman who would not kill, who instead was like, we will, be, we will rehabilitate. We will do Arkham Asylum because you know that works. Right. Uh, you know, this is what we'll do. I love that because when you have like that the greatest hero is, you know, juxtaposition. Uh, juxtaposition. Uh, juxtaposed. Yeah. Juxtaposed. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, by its villains. Mm-hmm. So when you have somebody like Hugo Strange or when you have uh, Zaze, uh, forget sure. You know, when you have Zaz. Zaz, thank you. When you have uh, Zaz, when you have, um, oh, the ventriloquist. Oh, my (laughs) God. When you have um, Arnold uh, Wesker, and it's just he's just this pathetic, broken man until he puts Scarface on, and Mm -hmm. then it's just terror incarnate, and it's a puppet, and and it might be alive. You know, that kind of a thing. So it's like, I I want them to go into into that, like these broken, real people that... You kind of wish Batman would just take care well, of Well, I like what you're bringing up because basically Batman is a broken, damaged person. So that's why he doesn't kill and he wants to help. Mm-hmm. He was trying to help himself. It's like looking at a mirror when he looks at the yeah, Joker or yeah. looking at a mirror when he looks at Man Bat or Penguin. They're all versions of himself. But that's why, of course, he's like trying to save them. He's trying to save all of these people. That's what I didn't really like that I'm a murderer type thing. It's like, yep. yeah, Batman Spraying killed bullets. people. Sure. Maybe where is that in the modern movies? movies. No. Where, where is this compassion yeah. out of brokenness? Like, where is it? Have yeah. you guys seen Stronger, the Jake Jones? Home movie where he plays the the guy that lost his leg and no. or the legs in the so the Boston yeah. Marathon bombing was the the guy actually went to my middle school this this right. guy that he played in real life and, and Jake Gyllenhaal found the humility in someone that is just trying to be strong enough to represent himself that became the face of an entire movement like Boston Strong mm. and Jake Gyllenhaal plays this character with such grace and such poise and it's not a movie star role it's a guy trying to find his humanity again and that's Batman it's a Batman it's a guy that's trying to find like how to be strong for himself and for others and all of his villains represent this like insanity that yields a almost emotional impact. You almost feel bad for these characters mm. while they're losing their stuff, but at the same time, it's Batman. So like, there's this inherent coolness. I would I would argue that the the modern movies do try to do that. They just never follow through on it. Like, there's a great moment in Justice League where Barry Allen doesn't know what to do when they go to kind of do the first team rescue, and he says, "Just just get one." Mm. Like <laughs> that's, that's a great moment, yeah. and that's so much humility, and that's such a Batman thing to say to like a Robin. But then we do other weird things with him, and then the thread of that kind of gets lost, and then Superman picks it up later with. The, with the chase with the, with the weird Russian family in the back of the car. Right. Um, and if Less said bring, about the better. If we can bring <laughs> more of that into this movie, I think that that's a step in the right direction. And I love the idea that we're going to return to doing a mystery. Like, I want the long Halloween. Oh, <laughs> yes. well, you know what I want? I, I mean, out of these blockbuster films, I think there's a giant disconnect. I'm not going to start naming names of big films that have come out so far, but just the last couple of weeks, I just saw some big blockbuster films which have fun scenes in them, but overall, emotionally, the storytelling isn't there. And why it's not there is because I'm not interested in the main characters. Mm -hmm. They don't make me care about the main characters. And if you're watching a movie that just has cool whiz-bang effects Mm -hmm. and like, oh, that scene was cool, but ultimately nothing matters at the end. You're like, hmm, like left somewhat like not 
even if there's a message at the end of the movie, which a lot of these films, these big films, have some kind of little message at the end, none of it matters. The swerve doesn't matter because yeah. the impact isn't there because the characters aren't real. So I feel like mm-hmm. I'm hoping that Matt Reeves did such a good job mm-hmm. with making you care about CG apes and gorillas and <laughs> chimpanzees and orangutans. That I mean, he's a great director. I think he's. he's I mean, look, I love Cloverfield. So I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's got the ability to get that emotional nuance that is necessary. I think the last person who was able to get that was Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. with his first two Batman films. The third one, not at all. But, you know, I mean, the first two, like, he yeah, really yeah. captured the mm-hmm. duality. And as well as storytelling, you have to care about about Bruce Wayne. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping they have that happen. Let me ask you, what do you think about the date of the Batman? I mean, we know that he's been working on a script. We don't know how long that's going to take. We don't know who's playing Batman. We don't know anything <laughs> really <laughs> at all. But I thought it was a fair time uh, to talk about the Batman because we haven't talked about the Batman in at least, you know, several weeks. It's been mm-hmm. you know, taken up by Avengers, Justice League, and all these, Shazam and everybody else. And because the two of the Trinity, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. the two other characters, Superman and Batman, aren't really represented and they're the core three characters Wonder Woman's getting a second film and yep. deservedly so I think Man of Steel should get a Superman movie um, I agree and I think the Batman I don't know what's up I mean I'm glad they're getting talent that's the most important thing is get a director who wants to do the thing who believes in the character who has a vision sounds like Matt Reeves is that guy let him take his time you know, I'm sort of like, well, you know, you have to do it in five years or you're fine. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. even know what yeah. I'm saying, but like, it has to at least come, Can we just start it in 2019? What do you think? <laughs> when is it coming out? When do you think? Okay, I'm thinking 2020 is when it comes out. Just seems like that seems to be a very solid year. It's only two years from now. That gives him the rest of 2018 right. to, you know, get it right. And then part of 2019 and then shoot it 2019 and sure. give it to us 2020. So I, I think that's a reasonable timetable. I think that's, you know, covers all of our bases that we want. You know, Matt gets his time, just like we're going to give Ava her time, Mm -hmm. because we all want for this to be good. We want to have that solid Batman, so then we can go ahead and have, you know, Robin next to him, and, and, you know, with the Batgirl, you know, happening, and I just want a super solid Batman, and I want him to have the time to, to be able to get it done. I think I mean you brought up Batgirl. I'm in. I'm still in the camp where I yeah. I think a Batman movie has to be established to establish the rest of the Batman family. And I know that Nightwing has now been pushed off. And Chris well, McKay is, Batgirl, is Batgirl even happening anymore? It's not anymore. It's it's, it's they did the know, gentle kind of shrug off. off well, because that cover story didn't work anymore. They're like, Joss mm. Whedon's doing this. Oh, that's. It's but it's also the thing where you know? I, did he? You know, it's always that question of like, oh, did he even start or did did we? You know, as press, did everyone just blow up like he had a meeting to talk about Batgirl? No, they to... they literally announced it yeah. in weird yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't now. I can't remember. I did see a Flashpoint logo. We'll talk about that oh. later at the San Diego Comic Con. But yeah. I can't remember. Did they show a Batgirl logo at San Diego Comic Con? I don't know. Or Justice League Dark or any of the other movies so that aren't happening? I can't remember yeah. anymore. Don't even yeah. at this point. Are yeah. you okay with a Joker standalone movie? Before uh, you know what? Let's talk about that for a minute. Oh, like thanks. Joker standalone us... film. So Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix is still kind of doing that smirky. Well, maybe if I was, yeah, I could do. That that sounds cool, like smirking and like, you know, because it hasn't been officially announced. We've seen little things, you know, the mm-hmm. Todd Phillips is directing it, Martin Scorsese producing it, uh, Joaquin Phoenix playing playing the Joker. It's going to be based on the Killing Joke. It's going to be him doing failed stand up. It's going to be a tra- comedy tragedy. I don't know how much of it's going to be comedy or tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible actor, and I'm all 100%. The more I thought about it, the more I was like, I would like to see DC standalone movies even more than I want to see a DC shared universe mm-hmm. because there are so many amazing stories, and all of us read comics, so we're, we're more, and anybody who's watching, you're more apt to agree with this because you've read comics written by different writers, drawn by different artists. So you've already, in your comic world movie, you've seen different versions of Batman and Superman and Captain America. And every single character is always given a different nuance by the writer and a different style by the artist. So for ourselves, it's okay to see multiple Batmans. Mm-hmm, I can see yeah. two or three Batman movies played by two or three different actors mm-hmm. every year. You mean like the 90s? Yes. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying, it's like, I don't have any problems yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Joaquin Phoenix is such a talented actor. And when he was saying, well, if I, I'm more attracted to the filmmaker and what their vision is so that we can team up. Mm-hmm. So he wants to be able to experiment and play with a role. I think, like, if you don't get someone like Jake Gyllenhaal to play Mm -hmm. the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix is also a perfect Joker Mm -hmm. to me. So I feel like that's a great one and done. I don't need to see the expanded universe. I was even, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago where, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Batman do a cameo, you know, be like, Mm -hmm. show up. Even stunt cast him, get Brad Pitt or somebody. A moment. Yeah, just a moment moment to show up and punch Joker out. He's like, you know, just to create that yin-yang, but it's from the Joker's perspective. What are your thoughts? You brought it up. Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix, Joker. Uh, Yeah, I can see a walk. Well, as long as it's not Jared Leto. Um, uh, I'm okay with just about anybody else. I just, I, I really disliked that particular <laughs> rendition of mm-hmm. Joker. He was just kind of like a, a common thug, but it was just like a, a thug with this grandiose complex, which actually is Joker, but he wasn't my Joker. I'll just basically say that. Right. With like a walking Phoenix, I think that's a really great choice. And in fact, that kind of wipes my mind of other choices that I would think of for mm-hmm. Joker. But I guess the the thing of it is, it's just I I would need for Joker to be like um, Heath Ledger had it, where it's just like the, this maniacal madman who is has the most incredible luck, along with just being able to get underneath our skin because he's creepy, mm-hmm. but he's also kind of funny because he responds to the darkness inside of us. Mm-hmm. To have that, and then have him be a character that we could actually see Batman battle and not want to kill. Well, I like what you said, but, you know, I disagree a little bit. I, I feel like Heath Ledger nailed that Joker so much. That's a one-and-done Joker, especially, mm-hmm. unfortunately, due to the circumstances. But I don't need, like, he was playing such a different role that Jack Nicholson played. And Jack oh, Nicholson yeah. was playing such a different role from Cesar Romero. And say, you know, Jared Leto was not given the chance to play the Joker. He's literally, if you count up his screen Seven time, is at 42 like, seconds. It's, it's yeah. interesting, too, because, you know, if you see Jared Leto in something like uh, Dallas Buyers Club, he seems like a great choice. Mm-hmm. So I'm still perplexed, even all these years later, that we got what we got out of him. Because I think there's a good yeah. Joker hiding somewhere in there but when I think about someone like Joaquin Phoenix I mean the Joker is like great and everything and yes he's probably Batman's greatest villain but I would rather see some of the other toys come out of the toy box I would rather see him do like a Two-Face or a Scarecrow I think there's so many other great rogues that are underserviced by the larger DC cinematic Mm -hmm. film universe whatever we're calling it right Right. now the DCFU Um, yeah that sounds rude Um, and I I would rather see some of these great talents take on roles like that personally how about you Coy? the Joker The importance of the Joker cannot be understated. And the last thing, the rumor is now that I've heard so many times that it scares me, is they're going to do a prequel to The Dark Knight 
I know. Like, the coolest thing about Heath Ledger's <laughs> Joker is that he kept saying his origin in different manners. Yeah. The coolest thing about the yeah. Joker is he's a man who invents his own story as he goes along. Heath's Joker. Do not prequel Heath's Joker as far as, like, giving him the backstory that we don't deserve or want. So, for me, Joaquin Phoenix can be the guy was so method he grew a beard, pretended to be a white rapper, and stuck gum under Letterman's desk. That is a man who's already the Joker. Let Joaquin Phoenix put his stamp on one of the most powerful characters in pop culture. Batman, the other side of that coin is the Joker. The reason we love Batman is for a hundred reasons. The reason we love the Joker is for a different hundred reasons. You can make that its own thing. And I love the idea of a one-off. I love the idea of the Joker being, this is an experience. Let's watch a Joker movie. Let's not muddy it. Let's not tie it to a hundred things. I love reading a comic when I'm like, and I've read that comic. And yeah. I don't feel like I have to like search out no sequel. Yeah. There are no and, sequels. Like, a different renumbering and who picked up and we got a new inker. It looks real weird. I love that Marvel's serialized, but yeah. I would love if DC embraced its one-offness and dove into really good quality single films. And Joaquin Phoenix can be that Joker. Well, I think that's Just something. Don't make it Heath's. That's something uh, in the future of comic books. I feel necessarily like the one the pamphlets. Even though I love buying comics individually, that mm. the stories bound together in a trade paperback is actually the future of the comic business, mm-hmm. the industry is, because that's so much, like, even looking back at Vertigo was mm-hmm. one of the, those uh-huh. the, those groundbreaking, you know, with Karen Berger, like, making those kind of decisions oh, to blessed. get those into bookstores. And yeah. obviously bookstores are closing now, but to get those, <laughs> to, 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 to be able to get that oh. into regular people and not comic book, like, we're already going to the comic book store, yeah. so mm-hmm. we're like, we're the privileged chosen ones, but whatever is, you want to say. But there is that swath of like, the populace that they can watch all these movies and they'll never go there, but if you put it in something like a Barnes & Noble or Toys R Us, may they... Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, <laughs> that that will that it, it's just that's what we should be driving for in the comic industry. Well, let me say this. I mean, you mentioned the Dark Knight Returns, and I threw this out yesterday as like kind of a half joke, but then I thought more seriously. If they did a Dark Knight Returns and brought Michael Keaton back as Batman, oh, I would say to have Mark Hamill play the Joker oh. because he's just oh the right t- the right age to be that guy in the psycho- in the you know, in the ward. Yeah. When he sees Batman's wow. return on the television. He's like. Darling, you know you could see yeah. Mark Hamill playing that role, and he and he looks he could do the Joker. I mean, it's like, like I mean, Mark Hamill looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I think yeah. he's a really accomplished actor. A lot of people forget him as the Joker because mm-hmm. there's always people talking about just the live action versions yeah. of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we did something like that, I would need for it to then segue into Batman Beyond because if we had Michael Keaton oh, right? and have him do that moment where it's like, oh, I have to pick up this gun, I have to defend myself. What am I doing? I've broken my oath, kind of a thing, and then have Terry McGinn. Guinness, you know, show up. That would be perfect for it to be Michael Keaton. Sure. Or that leading into the old man Batman. Exactly. I, so, I so want it to be like what? an adult that. Terry McGinnis and not a kid Terry McGinnis and just like cast Daniel Wu from Into the Badlands as Terry. Oh, oh that would be badass. The fights would be right. next yeah. level. And good. they need to be nice. the, the beautiful thing about Batman Beyond is the animation style lended itself to this like future noir kung fu. Right. Yeah. And like I would exactly. love Neo like, Tokyo. The Wachowskis <laughs> or someone directing mm-hmm. like a future neo noir vert like a, a Blade Runner twenty forty nine Batman and beyond would be like that like aesthetic and feel because we love that aesthetic it's just a lot of people don't like the pace imagine that uh-huh. aesthetic with the pace of a Chowski film and just like throw Terry McGinnis into that I would see Batman Beyond being on that DC whatever video streaming channel Whenever like that's yeah I don't know what it's called or what you yeah. know so the one that has Teen Titans the or one Titans we've looked at those five pictures ten yeah. times the about. one that we're yeah. all, you have four subscribers DC we're we're all, you know, just, whenever it launches yeah. you have our collective Young money Justice. yes so right can you please get on it all right let's move into the Marvel world for a minute Avengers 4 so we were talking about Avengers 4 
Is it opening the door to phase four, and how is it going to do it? What is it going to be called? This is all conjecture. It is coming out next year. That's one thing <laughs> that Marvel has done regularly is when they announce a date for a movie, Locking it comes out mm-hmm. on that date or before. Like, Avengers, <laughs> they're like, you know, we're just going to move it up a couple of weeks. You're like, what? Well, it's not like we're pushing it back. That you know? doesn't have yeah. to bulk at moving right. a date the way everyone else is like. Everyone else runs like away. Like, uh, what's, <laughs> that, what's that Amy Schumer movie that everyone's mad about that's oh, coming I out? I feel so pretty. That they moved it. They moved oh, they up. moved it? Yeah, moved they it moved up. up a week okay. after Avengers moved because they were like, oh, shit. I think, I right. think Rampage yeah. moved, too. I think yeah, yeah. Rampage yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, oh, we're yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> and well, that's yeah. The Rock. Yeah. The yeah. Rock opens everything, and even The Rock's like, Avengers might be just a little too yeah. much. Yeah, too many rocks. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's like, you know, he's like, if it was just me, Mano, Mano. Me and Chris Evans, not yeah. me and Downey Jr. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, like, I think it's going to be called Secret Invasion. I know some sweaties were arguing with me yesterday. Like I mentioned, I was like, I think it's going to be called Secret Invasion. They're like, no, it's not Infinity Gauntlet. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> oh. no, you could be right, too. I don't know. It's conjecture, but that's my choice. Why? Because it's it's it could be a continuation of whatever happens in Avengers Infinity mm-hmm. War. It now, almost certainly will be. Well, I mean, Thanos, we don't know what's going to. We're all like, yeah, we'll probably do that. Yeah. But yeah. we don't know how they're going to have an extra 30 minutes after the snap. What is mm. pre what's happening with all these things? What's happening in the cosmos? Universe versus what's happening on Earth. Mm-hmm. We'll find all that out in a several weeks, but <laughs> then we have to wait some kind of long, extended. Can I go into a coma for a year? Yeah. I hate you, Russo brothers and Marvel, for doing this to me and just me personally. But I mean, everyone on the planet and me have to like wait a whole year to see this. It's, a, it's you the sound like it's, Twitter. It's that little cl- <laughs> It's that cliffhanger. Yeah, it's that. It's like yeah, like please, you know, can I be frozen in time or have an advanced screening. I'll watch the green screen version. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Temporary effect. That's right. And also, yeah. Yeah, have weird storyboards. Just like, head yeah. Right. And do the one thing lights. that I always complain about. Is it going to stay green? And then somebody punch me. And I was like, is the background going to be... How come there's no music? The sound of a... The temp track is just all the Wonder Woman soundtrack. This music sounds similar. Is this from a different... You know, it's like, it's temp music, fool. I know, just multiple punches. All your teeth are just gone. <laughs> Sam Raimi fists coming at all th- Maybe parts they're of the Kirby crackles. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look. So, Secret Evasion, obviously, Skrulls are going to be involved. We know that. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of ties into Secret Evasion. They have to advance the storyline somewhere. I feel disassembled is just too much of a bummer title. I could be wrong, but too. But the Russos came out and said that the title of... They did so much extra drama yesterday. And <laughs> right. they were like, with the glove, with the thing, Yeah, and, and they were yeah. like, the yeah. title of the fourth one is going to scare people, so we're what not going to tell viral promotion. Them. What a great trailer yeah. without putting a trailer oh, totally. out. Like, what an amazing, like, by the way, this is relevant in a sentence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I think yeah. disassembled is maybe the best the best title that we're going to have. And because, um, and Jason Inman told me this, in the international markets, the first Avengers movie was called Avengers Assembled. Okay. So as sort of a bookend to that, and then you can call the you can call Avengers uh, 5, Heroes Reborn. But Captain America <laughs> never yelled, Avengers Disassemble! No. He would yell, He's Assemble. also he never so yelled, close. Avengers it was Assemble. So they, so they, they, they it was so clever. It was so clever. So clever. I yeah. love they, that. They might mm-hmm. actually put it in Infinity Ward. If they do, I'm going to be like, if oh, I was, oh, finally I, gets if it. I was Chris yeah. Evans, and I knew that yeah. my contract might be coming to an end because there's a seems to be narratively a good chance that my character is going to die 
I would be like, I want to say it before I go out. While while Thanos is crushing down on Captain right. America. Avengers, Avengers No, that's a, he's going to yell that right before they have that running scene. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. the full big three-person yeah. team together, assemble's going to happen. Yeah. I think it has to. I hope that's work. still in slow motion, because it's a bad It's so cool. I don't care that it's in slow really, motion. It's the really best cool. gift it on the internet. It should kind of stay in slow motion. It would be so funny know? if it was yeah. not. I know, right? It's all, all sped up. What if it's cut out? You're like, you lied to us. We're betrayed. You know, people are like, you showed me that in the trailer, and it's not in there anymore. Yeah. I'm Wait, like that you too. mean I'm, you might cut stuff from a uh, Yeah, from a exactly. Movie? I'm one of those complainers. Like, I can't believe that I saw the Justice League movie in a trailer form and none of it was in the movie. Yeah. I mean, literally, like, almost none of it. You're like, yes, that one shot, and then nothing, 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 nothing. And then that one shot, nothing, nothing. So, I mean, they have the right to do that. And usually it's like, oh, we picked this one shot for the trailer as that wide shot. But when we actually did the editing, it made sense to do close-up, close-up. Those make sense, but that wide shot that we see of them yeah. all running—that kind of has to be in the movie. That'd be like that kind of what jacked everybody up in the first, you know, the first time you saw. You're mm-hmm. like, yo, getting all teary mm-hmm. with the music. Swelling. That's either second mm-hmm. or third act moment. That's either the the beginning of the Wakanda second right. act, or <laughs> depending on where it ends, the third. Like, no matter what, Vision goes to Wakanda, and then we're gonna have a rallying like moment of that happening. Or it begins so right dies. at the very beginning. It's like Aven- that's how the movie starts. Avengers have a slow motion. You're like, what's <laughs> going <laughs> on? Yeah. 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 We're starting that right to the thick of it. That would take some real ovaries to start a movie like that. And I'd be down for it. Hey, look, yeah. if it's told from Thanos' perspective, we could be in for like any type oh, ugly, of a situation. I love Thanos and you yeah. see them. Oh, man. They keep saying they keep saying it is Thanos' story, so I'm not afraid I mean, look, for them to like be Homer. for it to be told like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, like I love if, that. If they use the yeah. Deadpool kind of uh-huh. like I'm book on a bridge. In, in, yeah, right. and I'm I'm telling you what happened. Record scratch, I bet you're He could be talking to a watcher. He could be talking to a watcher as the audience. We don't know how I don't know how we don't know we're gonna in like several days. I don't know yeah. when, but oh, uh, so, so the countdown is happening. Can we just yeah. say that the, this comes out in less than three weeks, yeah. mm. and we are right now going, I don't know what this movie is. Yes. And yes. can we just thank Marvel for the fact that we don't know what this movie is? Yeah. When Age of Ultron came out, we'd seen the movie, and now we are yeah. like experiencing three weeks mm. out. We don't know the narrative structure. We don't know the twist. We don't know the fourth movie's title when it comes out in a year. I'm so – like for me, this is the anti – Phase three, everything spelled out for right, you, Mike Drop. Right. I love the fact that we're going to have a credits roll up and we're going to see all of us for the first time what the title of a movie is. That feels like what movies used to be this big event, this spectacular, this moment. Right. Not like, oh, let me flip and guess ahead what the next comic right. is by reading. James Bond will return in Moonraker. Right. What is Moonraker? You get to experience that. And I, people that are not comic fans man. get to wonder what Secret Invasion is or what Secret Wars are or what Disassembled might mean. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm so thinking that, that they're going to go that. with um, the Me last too. event. Because we had the first Avenger, right. so they have the last yeah, Avenger, and then possibly yeah. bringing in, um, like, because but who's the Joe last Russo. Avenger? Exactly, maybe Hawkeye, because uh, maybe he's you know Only looking for the Soul Stone. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's uh, Avengers No More. Maybe it's and called Avengers. Their, what about Hawkeye? You know, yeah. but one tier on the poster. If it's about, yeah, if it's, it's going to be that fourth Bishop, title, for it. <laughs> if it's going to be that fourth title, and they're saying that it's going to scare everybody, well, they're not just talking about super fans knowing what Secret Wars and Secret Invasion means. They're meaning you know, people that like, for instance, didn't go see Black Panther, and now they're going to see Infinity. What War, is and wrong with be you? Like, if you oh, didn't go see Black Panther. Panther. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much everybody's <laughs> seen Black Panther. I'm, I'm guessing. Okay, I misspoke. I meant people that only saw Black <laughs> sure. Panther and weren't Marvel fans, right. and then they go into Infinity War. It's like, what would scare them after right. they see Infinity War? Then it's like the last Avenger or like Avengers No More, where it's like maybe. Um, all of them are separated by the Infinity Gems. Well, you know, like separated into point. like 
And I think, you know, a lot of people who only saw Black Panther are now exposed to this uh, this whole other fabric of like, oh, Black Panther, his first appearance was in Civil War. Mm-hmm. So they go back mm-hmm. and watch that. And maybe they're like, I like this Captain America thing. Go back and watch Winter Soldier. You might want to see where he got the secrets here. So like, you watch <laughs> yeah. them all in different order. It kind of makes sense no matter how you watch them. Also the most Marvel perfect films. trilogy that you could watch in Marvel versus Captain America trilogy. Or Civil War, <laughs> uh, Black Panther, and then Avengers. True. And that's what's kind of cool about how they the shared universe for Marvel is working because they're able to give each character a little bit of a storyline and a through line even though it was called Civil War mm-hmm. you got Scarlet Witch and, mm-hmm. and the Visions storyline advanced a little bit not a lot but enough to see the you know where they are now it makes sense for we wouldn't be like why are they together it's not we're not going to huh. question these things because certain things happen in the film um, let's move on I want to talk about CW so uh, CW renews all of the all of them. None, nothing was canceled, <laughs> which is like that's great news. Uh, Arrow season seven, Flash season five, Supergirl season four, Black Lightning season two, Legends season four. So let's 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 jump off right away and talk about which one is our favorite out of all these, or you know if you have a favorite, if you which which ones you don't like. Let's start with you. Black Lightning. Black Lightning. <laughs> Black Lightning. Out of those, I mean, uh, it was a huge power punch, like from from the very first episode. Uh, where it's, I even love the foreshadowing and like the first five minutes, the first five minutes of the first episode latched me onto Black mm. Lightning, where it's like um, even when he's going through, uh, uh, he's going through the traffic stop uh, with right. the, you know, with that cop and everything. And then he goes like, um, the only witnesses were thunder and lightning. And people were like, oh, so they met the weather. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they met his daughters. And mm-hmm. this is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's holding true. I'm, I'm glad that it got renewed. I'm seeing at least four to five seasons out of this, and I can't wait for it. I mean, I mean this is going to be a great journey for them. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I haven't been able to – all of these shows I'm way behind on. Thanks, television. Mm, you know, because there's, too much, so there's much. too much to even like, I'm asleep. No, no sleep allowed. So I'm catching up on a lot of these things. Uh, I've seen the first couple episodes of Black Lightning, and I loved what I saw. So uh, a lot of the, the, a lot of them I don't watch. Like I haven't watched Arrow. I've watched Flash and Supergirl and Legends. So mm-hmm. Arrow is just like it, it's daunting to me because it's so many seasons. I'm like, mm-hmm. do it. Like a lot of people are like, you could just skip season three and four. I'm you like, can. I, I know, but I don't want. I don't want to <laughs> watch a show where it's like just disregard these 48 episodes. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't really want to do that. I'm not going on that journey. I, mm-hmm. uh, my site specifically go on some somewhere to be like, what are the ten best episodes? And you know, if somebody has a link, please put it in the comment section. <laughs> ten best Arrow episodes to watch, and I'll watch all those. What's your favorite? I think it has to be Black Lightning, like you pointed out. It's just the best. It's to me, it's the best superhero show that's on the air. I say that on our job and reviews every week. Um, the standard of excellence and the standard of just commentary and quality television filmmaking that's wrapped up in genre there is unparalleled by anything else that's out there. But uh, Arrow is my OG fave, okay. and I love it. And really, all your best episodes are going to be from season two and five, I promise you, mm. when you get that list. I might ask you for the list. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I've already got somebody with a list. Look how quick that happens. Not even on the internet. What about you, Koi? I think they all represent very different things. Like you are kind of saying with Arrow, it, it started this. Like mm-hmm. Smallville got us this acceptable world of CW superhero television, and Smallville did a very interesting thing where it didn't have Superman. Uh, but it gave us ten years of Clark, and that really allowed Arrow to take its time. Absolutely. Which then allowed Flash to take its time. And then those shows established this universe. So Black Lightning could be so bold. So I want to say Black Lightning mm-hmm. because it's the boldest, it's mm-hmm. the richest, it's the most important. But I think that without Flash and Arrow or League, like none of those could exist.
exist. So I don't think Black Lightning could be as good as it was without the other shows. So I like I don't want to like give up on the foundation. So I like them all, but I haven't watched all of all of them. So for me, Black Lightning would be the easiest answer because it's the one that's like I can watch it all. Mm-hmm. But I really think Arrow's got merits. I really think Flash had a really good start, and I love what they're doing as Supergirl because it's not the Supergirl I expected. Like Supergirl wasn't a character that like read like she did in the comics, but I like the new completely different take. Right. I wasn't expecting to like. So I really appreciate the whole universe because it, it kind of like bent my expectations and it gave me a different team than I ever wanted. So, so for myself, Supergirl and Legends are my favorites out of all of them. And I've seen, I've sampled, it, you know, sampled issues from all of them. But for me, the goofiness and fun of Legends, where you never know what character is going to show up. Like we were talking before yeah. the show, Constantine is now going to be yeah. a regular. I'm like, come on, because that guy got jacked, man. He should have had a full seat. Yeah, like that's what I mean. And and we're able to see all these different characters. They, tr- you know, Hawkman was in it. That didn't really work too well. They're like, let's get rid of it. So they're able to try a bunch mm-hmm. of different characters. Some of the best episodes of Smallville, which I didn't really watch but i did that sampling thing oh, <laughs> dr fate I'll, is anyone that had like a different character in it the booster gold episode is so good i never saw that yeah. one okay. so there's a lot of them that i didn't yes. see but and i also appreciated what supergirl was doing especially when they brought in her cousin supergirl has that light tone that mm-hmm. is missing especially specifically from the dcfu it's mm-hmm. missing from their film universe they're not afraid to be able to have fun with these characters and try different things supergirl works because it's got martian manhunter a character uh-huh. that you never thought could possibly work but works incredibly well where they actually have a scene with Supergirl and Martian Manor in the Fortress of Solitude and it's not corny. You're like, this is kind of yeah. badass. That Those are things I never thought I'd even say. Yeah, as an old, and man. I love their you know. Superman, and I didn't expect to because of how much Tyler T. Wolf Hecklin. He's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like I think he's fantastic, and I never expect because I'm such a Smallville guy that I was like, yeah. that feels like betrayal. But like it totally worked for me. And this whole this whole universe they built, even when I just sample, I always go, that's nice and warm and fuzzy. Like it yeah. always feels like a nice little blanket. Yeah, but I like the universe they built. Like a forty five minute blanket. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> just um, enough. Let's talk about Fantastic Four. This is some good news that happened in the comic book universe. Check out this uh, Jack Kirby uh, inked by somebody. I don't know, but um, it seems like a Kirby drawing. But uh, you know what? Jack, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee created these characters. You know, what is it? It's in 1963. Like, oh, 50. Timely comics. Years, right? Yeah. 66. Math. It was before Math. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like yeah. 57 wow. years. Anyway, <laughs> uh, well, we'll, ch- we'll check up on the comment section. Someone could tell us how long the Fantastic Four has been around. I can't think it's too early in the morning. But... They're coming back in comic book land. Now, Ooh. they got canceled according to low sales in comics, which was lies. It was like, there's some issues called Fox got in the way of their <laughs> like, hey, yeah. we're not making these toys anymore. You can't pay, play in our toy box. We're mm-hmm. taking this away. And they did that. They couldn't ca- cancel Wolverine and the X-Men. They just sort of like, you can't have the toys or the video games. But Fantastic Four were not nothing. So, you know, so that's what happened. And now all of a sudden, we've got a, you know, slot. And Pacello coming in to write and draw the new Fantastic Four. They started earlier, about six months ago, with Marvel 2 and 1, where they had mm-hmm. the Human Torch and the thing, yeah. which was great. I think Jim Chong, who's now on Justice League, drew that. He did. He did the first, uh, the first four issues, and mm-hmm. there's two fill-ins of that run. But, yeah, Jim Chung, amazing. Uh, Chip Zardsky, I think his name is. Yeah, he wrote it. I thought he's a great artist, and he's also a great writer. He's a Canadian so boy. He's a two-in-one yeah. type he's of dude. He's a two-in-one. Artist and writer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, look. Thank you, 1961. Thank you. How many years ago was that, How many that years ago? What is it? Oh, See, now he's having... <laughs> the guy off screen's having that's issues. 57? 57. That's what I said earlier, right, guys? It is. It actually you know, is. I did kind of say that. Admit, maybe I, nice. I can't even remember what I said. Do you know what? You know what I'm going to say? John Krasinski said he wants to be Reed Richards Perfect. and I'm cast okay his that. real wife as Sue Storm. I'm like, can that just I get going it. right now? 
Peyton Reed, just you probably finished Ant Man and the Wasp. We know you were going to direct a Fantastic Four movie. Hopefully, Kevin Feige's already done the secret handoff to the baton. Like, <laughs> guess what? We're already building the Baxter building. There's a set being built in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know. I'd love to find that out. But I think that's perfect casting. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I love that. I mean, him as Reed Richards. Are you kidding me? That's like one of those uh, things that you're like fan casting all the time. Yep. Be like, oh no, wait, this is something that can happen. And the fact that they're you know starting to do the comics again, be like, oh well, this is. This is probably on ink somewhere, and they're just waiting until they tell the rest of us. Right. And I'm actually really looking forward to it. It's like, I'm actually, if they could speed up the process mm. a bit more so then we can have Victor Von Doom, because it won't just be Fantastic Four that's coming into, you know, our right. shared universe. I'll just say shared universe. Sure. DC or, or Marvel. <laughs> um, yeah, so it won't just be that, but and then we'll get, you know, Silver Surfer Galactus. in there. And, and Galactus, yes. A whole bunch of peeps. And then, you know, what's very real possibility we could get Battle World, you know, because, you know, Victor Von Doom's the one that pulls that together. Right. So, I mean, I'm really for all of this. I want everybody to be able to play in the same toy box because then that's when you get the better stories. Well, I think, I mean, you're right. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Dan Slott mm-hmm. and Sarah mm-hmm. Pacello are going to do. You know, because it's a brand new number one, and there's been a lot of number ones of Fantastic Four over the years. Different writers and artists have been doing combos, but we never had such a long break with the the, the characters that started the Marvel universe. And now that they're actually returning to comics form, kind of is a big hint that the the whatever deals that we don't know about have happened. And now it is literally just waiting for the ink to dry and lawyers mm-hmm. to like have their fun, you know, meetings and trade suitcases and stuff. And then it'll be announced at some point. Maybe San Diego Comic Con will be. I think they're probably <laughs> aiming for that. And I really hope. I hope that the return of the Fantastic Four to comics ushers in a new age for Marvel Comics because kind of like with DC, when the Superman family's not right over there, DC is in some choppy waters. Right. I think Marvel's the same way. Fantastic Four is their OG. They launch their universe. Everyone keeps copying the first 100 issues. So, like, let's get them right. Let's finally get them in the movie that they deserve. I'm always sad that it won't be Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, Reed Richards. But uh, <laughs> Jim from The Office is really cute and was almost Captain America, so he was going to be a superhero sooner or later. Sure, Emily Blunt was almost Black Widow. Yeah, they're both She's oh, yeah, great. Yeah. I don't She's think fantastic. they need to dye her hair. She doesn't have to be blonde. No, I mean, I think she does Wait, like Matt Murdock can't have red hair? Right. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. What do you think? I think that it's very indicative of where we are with the the merger that this is suddenly like all-star team Sarah Pacelli Dan Slott these are big names in comics going to a big they're making a big deal out of this yeah like they Ultimate Spider-Man, Sarah Pacelli, and he's done with a six-year run, and now he's on Fantastic Four. This is a big thing, and I definitely think that John Krasinski talking about it as publicly as been is a very good sign. I really want to find that that's true. And I love the idea that we're at a point in comicdom where we can actually have the movies doing well reflect the comics doing well. Mm -hmm. I I think it's been a long time of like, okay, let's put in these characters and see how the comic fans like it, because then we'll put in the movie. I would love if it starts reversing, and it's like, hey, the movie's doing well, put them in the comics, maybe people will buy comics, because I always want comics to do really well. I always want people to buy the comic so I would love if this announcement is kind of like a one-two punch of hey this comes out in August remember just last in July we had that big announcement of the movie maybe buy it like I'd love for that to happen and I think that with the way the Marvel Universe is set up, they could so easily fold in these amazing characters. And these guys predate Marvel Comics technically. They had MC yeah. on their front cover. It wasn't even Marvel Comics yet. Like, MC. Like, that's insane. So <laughs> they deserve this. I want it. Yeah. Well, I think I'll, I'll, I'll say yes, I agree with you. <laughs> um, 
and I'm sure we'll be talking about this for many more episodes oh, of, yes. Uh, yes. of Heroes. Let's talk about The Flash. So yesterday, one of the writers uh, was, was uh, quoted as saying, you know, I worked on this script. Uh, previously, it was called Flashpoint. And yada, and everyone's like, what? Previously called Flashpoint. So everyone's jumping all around the Internet talking about it. Like, what is it? Now it's not called Flashpoint. Does that mean it's not Flashpoint? It's like, who knows? But I thought that was a, an interesting thing to talk about. We did mention Batman, which doesn't have a release date yet. Flash at least has a uh, daily and gold scene directing. They have directors now. The guys mm-hmm. did Game Night. They, you know, they get they get a pass from me, which I was hating on them for Vacation Game yeah. Night. <laughs> All right, I thought I was like, look, they've, you know, for, at least for me, I'm like, I think they did a great job with Game Night. It's a very entertaining mm-hmm. film, and I could see that kind of fitting in with whatever they're going to do with the Flash, having a sense of humor, having Ezra Miller, having that kind of sensibility, being different from the Flash TV show. What are your thoughts about Flashpoint happening, Ashley? I sure hope it's not called Flashpoint. I'm not a fan of the Flashpoint comic or anything that came out of it, except maybe the Batman storyline. I'm certainly not a fan of the fact that we have to have Flashpoint in Every other adaptation of The Flash because, you know, Jeff John's in charge of a lot of things and he likes that title. So if we could call it anything else, like, I'm very on board for that. In The Flash sweater. Uh, I know, in my Flash sweater. <laughs> I like The Flash. I don't like Flashpoint. Um, I hope this movie happens. If we go six weeks and the creative team doesn't drop, <sighs> I'll invest in it a little bit more. I think comedy... Right. is the right way for it to go, especially with someone like Ezra Miller, and that's Mm -hmm. a way to distinguish it from some of the tonal problems that people have had with the DCFU. I'll never get over having to say that. It's so weird. But I don't know, man. Flash has been in trouble for a long time, so it might be a Band-Aid, but I hope it's a cast. Right, and there's no no reason that you should not have that attitude. I mean, because we literally have gone through, like, starting with Miller and Lord, Mm -hmm. then uh, Fuyama... And then, I mean, even before Fuyama, there was the guy who wrote a bunch of, of Tim Burton films. Like, what was he wrote? Was Marvel Googler Zombies, or Marvel uh, <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That was that one screenwriter still oh, doesn't direct yeah, anything. Yeah. Oh, right, he was going right. to write and direct, and then he left Creative Differences. They wanted Fuyama. Zemeckis for it. Yeah, Zemeck- yeah. So I mean, I like, I about Zemeckis. You know, like it's like one of those things. Yeah. That, like, if we're, we're doing news about this, we can go back two years to ourselves and punch ourselves in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop talking about it. It's not going to happen for two, three years. So, what do you think? I mean, is this going to happen? Uh, at this point, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of done. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's me. I'm just okay. Great. Um, I I want them to concentrate on you know like getting the Batman done or getting you know getting that core team, getting those done. And you know, Flashpoint, it's all right. Yeah, I'm I'm I like Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool. I'm I'm big fan of like time play stuff mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, I'm you know I move so fast, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna stop them from killing my mom. I missed you know? my mom, so I went back in time. <laughs> so you know, I just I just think uh, the audience probably would respond to it. Because, you know, we have things like uh, Ready Player One, where it's like this, you know, the, most of it happens right. in a VR world right. kind of a thing. So they'll probably be on board with having that particular storyline. But also, why? Mm-hmm. Well, why I agree with you. There, there's no reason because nothing's been established. And I feel yeah. like, yeah. especially after the failure of Just League, even more so not a reason to do it. You never got a moment to understand who Aquaman is. Maybe we will in his feature film. Hopefully. We mm-hmm. did establish Wonder Woman, and obviously Flashpoint has a lot to do with Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather see a movie about the Flash as yeah. opposed to all these other side characters. Or yeah. even, but this is a good way for Ben Affleck to stop being Batman. I don't care about that. That's mm-hmm. not even an issue to swap him out and make, you know, the... The, his dad be Batman. All those things are not have nothing to do with the Flash. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like 
It's kind of weird. It feels like we're just establishing, you know, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, and we like them, and then we're going to get Bizarro Wonder Woman and, right. you know, Aquaman in that. It's just, it's too early. It's a little bit too much. It's a I little agree. Bit too Horrible idea. But uh, <laughs> what do you think, Boy? I think it's a legacy movie. I think it's a sequel. I think it's a third movie. I think you don't enjoy Winter Soldier as much if you don't have the first Avenger yep. because you can't feel betrayed by the government if you haven't established the government. So I feel like if you have Flashpoint, <laughs> you, you establish a character you just met for a few minutes, and all of a sudden you're like, but his world goes in. Well, we don't care about his world yet. Like we right. haven't we haven't gotten to give a crap about him. And then you're trying to build a universe by starting with a team and then disassembling it. It's not going to feel whole. So you need to have these characters have their time to shine in their own thing before you throw a cacophony at them. Like throw throw this world at them where you're like getting rid of Batman, where you're bringing in these characters. Let Flash be Flash. Mm-hmm. Let us care about him. So it doesn't work for me. Yeah. yeah, and let's not forget about you know Victor Stone. I mean uh, Ray Fisher was in there too. So yeah, there's so many have, characters that need time. Exactly. Let's spend some time with these characters before we you know mm-hmm. throw them into you know rip roaring. You know, well, I think the original world. plan was, at least what I remember reading, is uh, Victor Stone was going to be in The Flash, was going to be a little more of a buddy, a buddy picture cop. that could help and Cyborg, he, and the he film. And a solo that, movie, yeah, yeah. That's not happening now. It's, I mean, there's so many is. movies that aren't happening in the DCFU, it's hard to like keep track of what is happening. So if they do do a Flash film, I'm still looking forward to it. Sure. I'm happy to hear that it's not Flashpoint, though. And I think, I think even though we all have doubts, we all want everything to be great. Oh, absolutely. That's a better yes. world. And if it's yes. Flashpoint, I can see it working. There are things about Flashpoint sure. I could mm-hmm. see working. I'm still optimistic at the end of the day probably too much so I'm, I'm like yeah superhero movie I'm in like no matter what they have my money for better or worse I'm part of the problem but I'm hoping they shape this like a flash movie yeah no no nothing is better than going to see a disappointing movie right <laughs> no. it just really does a winner hey Twitter questions thanks for uh, writing in the first question comes from the writing addict and he says I have a theory that General Ross is a scroll and when Caps puts on, puts him, puts him in the raft the original members were switched out for scroll lookalikes what do you guys think so General Ross being a scroll, What a Thunder great Bolt idea. Ross. I mean, you know, obviously Sounds in the comics, cool, he's the actually. Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can see, mm-hmm. I could see him turning green instead of red. I'd rather him be a scroll than Hawkeye, because Hawkeye's already gotten jacked over all those movies. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, everyone's like, so probably going to be Hawkeye. I certainly hope not. <laughs> uh, I'd much rather Ross be the jerk. So what do you think? Uh, I like that idea, because, uh, you know... That's fantastic. Everybody's secluded away in the raft. Then, yeah, how about scrolls are controlling that entire thing and switching out heroes? I would still, you know, I still would like for it not to be Hawkeye. In my head, Hawkeye uh, survives. Uh, he is not a scroll, and like I said, like with the last Avenger, he's off of finding the Soul Stone mm-hmm. or whatnot. Maybe contacting people um, in the Soul World, you know, because everybody dies. Or is he in, in that one. Secret Invasion? Maybe, <laughs> or, you know, maybe <laughs> Hawkeye is a scroll, and that's why he looks like Jeremy Renner, and he'll come back and he'll look like Charlie Hunnam. Oh, <laughs> could happen. The very fact that he becomes Ronan, I feel like maybe he. You know, if the scrolls happen, like, and they replace everybody in the raft, then maybe he becomes Ronan because he's like, everything's just slightly off. I don't get what's going on, you mm. know. Uh, let me be a little bit more vigilante. Let me find out what's going I'd on. I'd love to see him, like, see it through a mirror or something, like somebody, like, turning from a scroll to a human, and he just happens to catch it or something. That, that'd be kind of cool. I like exactly half of the idea. I right. love General Ross because I think what you do is, if you're a scroll, you infiltrate the government at the highest level. So you, you know, take over a general. Like, he's involved with so many clandestine things, but then you put the heroes that are 
actually the heroes in the raft. So those heroes, like that's actually Hawkeye in the raft. And then if someone gets out, that's your scroll. So I think uh. that Ant Man and and all of them that we met at the end of Civil War are the real them. Right. And then you can replace them out in the real world because it's underwater. Mm-hmm. You can't keep tabs on who's in there and what's right. going on. The government <laughs> hides that place. So maybe the scrolls are the ones that are running around as the Avengers, and everyone in the raft is the real folk. Well, I want to also bring up. I think a lot of the scrolls are already and have already been here through Hydra slash Shield. I so agree. I feel like yeah. that's like a, they've already agree, set yeah. it all up, so it won't be like a what. It's like a no. The 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 second layer of deception is not just Shield Hydra. It's scrolls. If they explain Coulson coming back in Agents of Shield by him being a scroll, I'll be the happiest boy. If that they don't just be, have him like I came back with magic and writing answers. Well, I mean, like, look, they've <laughs> been introducing the Kree in Agents of Shield, yeah. so it would make sense. Kree I mean, if they, yeah, they've got the the long the long plan. So yeah. uh, next be, question is comes from these violent delights have violent ends. I love all these names. Um, in your opinion, what are the chances for Hollywood to adapt mostly unknown foreign comic books like Berserk or Inkle? Um, Stay sweaty. What do you guys think? Like Mobius is the ankle. They're doing like yeah. they're they're going through right now. Like I think extreme if the, if the comics still happen. Yeah, right? I mean right. they did Valerian. I mean we Rob Liefeld's got a like, whole universe now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like yeah. Netflix yeah, is buying sure a mass. <laughs> like, so I think Rob Liefeld getting a universe, and I think Millar World getting a universe. Mm-hmm. I think that people love the idea of already adapted properties. So if the books have a following, why wouldn't a movie want to be like, well, a following, you say? Yeah. I would love <laughs> yeah. to see if somebody has the rights to Meta Barons and wants to make it animated, give me a call because I would totally make that. I mean, I think <laughs> nice. that would be, and that's one of those films, that's one of those comic books that would just be like $400 million to do live action, mm-hmm. but you could do it like. For one hundred million, no, it'd be a lot cheaper <laughs> to do. It's just a lot of work. I mean, the, the really great art, really crazy cosmic ideas. Anything stick out to you, foreign, that you'd like to see adapted? I mean, there's tons of anime that I would love to see adapted or manga. But I think if you're going to, you know, we saw Ghosts in the Shell, and boy, they tried. I think if you're right. gonna, if you're gonna take on some of these things, and maybe that's why Valerian didn't stick as well as they had hoped that it did. Right. I think if Hollywood is going to take it on, you do need to bring people who come from, either, whether the director, or writer, or studio presence who come from that place so you can bring those sensibilities. And I think that would be a chance for Hollywood to just generally open up, yeah. which is something that we're moving toward and I think would be better better for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, whether it's Hollywood in the theater or Hollywood on streaming services. I mean, we've seen a lot of books getting adapted. We've Mm -hmm. seen a a bend towards science fiction, which I love. I love that that more sci-fi books are getting gobbled up and adapted into miniseries, which I think is the better format for adapting a book. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, Yeah. I mean, because it, it, deals with common themes like with uh, with sci-fi and everything is things that we relate to I love it when sci-fi is thematic and it talks about things like such as uh, a race or you know um, uh, struggles like things with like a district nine mm-hmm. you know and everything like that um, I like it when it does that in a really good way looking at you bright uh-huh. um, so yeah. I like it I like it when it does it in a really good way and I feel like it will translate culturally also because that's like the common human element. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, full force, you know, straight ahead going ahead and doing that. Any uh, any crazy publishers out there, get your get your books in front of some of these producers because I think a lot of people are hungry mm-hmm. for different mm-hmm. content. Superhero stuff's already covered and we've yeah. got that for the, easily the next 10 years so now people are like looking into different things that haven't been Saga, exploited. fables. Oh, I mean, 100 yeah. Bullets, we're still oh, waiting. Saga. Tom Hardy, oh, can you stop with Venom already? Just and get to, yeah. jump in there. Yeah, just but, jump on fables, in. fables, the ABC bots, they can make Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time ended, let's make Fables. Yeah, but it's you know time. what? Fables is so much better than Once Upon a Time. They took it, they so hit it, they yeah, were like, we're, yeah. you won't know the glory that Fables is, we're going to put it in a box. Yeah, I just kind of want Telltale to just keep on cranking out even more like once a month. I'm still waiting for somebody to pick up 
the Grim Fairy Tales away. animated series that I made. So, you know, contact me. We've got an entire <laughs> animated go, John, series waiting to get made. Um, let's get into the next question. Drew Cook asks, what if we find out that Shazam, in the Shazam movie, the kid filming Superman with his phone at the start of Just League was Billy Batson? We hear Roka groaning oh, in the I've background. Heard I've, I've, I've heard that fan theory, I think, since the Justice League movie existed. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's adorable. It's adorable. Can they fix his ugly, horrible CG mouth before (laughs) they ever add that scene again? That's one of the reasons I'm not buying that Blu-ray. It's an embarrassment. (laughs) I'll just straight up say, what a horrible embarrassment if you were involved in releasing that garbage. You know, the, those computer graphic scenes that you're like, even when I was watching it for the first time, I was like, that's not that bad. But that scene stood out. And it's like, look, you know, I can't watch it again. Peter That's Parker was in Iron Man 3. They retroactively put they really that did. kid in the, in the Iron Man mask in Iron Man 3 at the expo. So he, we can totally do that with DC. So you know what? In Shazam, they could actually have it where it's Superman answering and... I love that idea. The over the shoulder reverse angle. Marquia just sold me on it. I can (laughs) Roka, are you sold on it if that happens? Yo, Roka's sold on it too. Marquia bringing together haters and lovers. (laughs) We can work work together, DCF. You just get it right. Um, Next question. Adam, I don't know how to say say your name, dude. Shanifelt. Is that close? Nailed it. All right, nailed it. (laughs) Adam Shanifelt. Feel way more confident now that I said it once. Will we hear the sound of Wonder Woman's invisible plane? in Wonder Woman 2. You're never going to get that <laughs> What play. amazing phrasing. I like the way you phrase this. Like, it's we're like, like here. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I, do, I do really hope that we get a Linda Carter cameo. I don't understand why she wasn't one of Diana's teachers or mentors oh, or something nice. like that. And that might, might have been scheduling. You know, she's a, she's a she's an elder lady now. She's got business to take she care of. She got her star on the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame yesterday. Yeah. But I would yeah. also nice. love to hear like a really cool cello rendition of the Wonder Woman theme from the 77 show. Oh, wow. But I really don't think we're getting the plane. I'm sorry to say. Tina Guau, get on that Wonder Woman uh, TV theme. You know you can rock that out with your cello. What do you think? (laughs) I don't want the plane. I don't need the plane. (laughs) Don't need the plane. They made the lasso work so well for me. I'm cool with that. They they made the lasso of truth work. I'm like, yes, cool. Couldn't they make the invisible plane work then? No. No, it's pretty corny. I don't want the plane. Before I want the plane. Isn't that just a way to like look under her pants? Because you could see her in the invisible. Just a pervert. Like, I really like the invisible plane from looking. Yeah, it's like, you're never going to see the invisible plane sorry this only exists in oh, comic books yeah you would never or see a, it a, or as a pop fun <laughs> color, you know thank right, you there, yeah, well, that was you know, great I said it you didn't even know that I said a joke uh, you know Ian Nguyen Doe asks X-Force has got to be R-rated right Deadpool Cable makes sense Deadpool 2 rated R I mean, nothing has to be anything. Nothing has to be. <laughs> Ashley is completely 100% right. I hope but, it is. But do we want an R-rated yeah. X-Force? It would be Hell the yes. weirdest movie yes. ever if or a team, the greatest of, a team of mercenaries <laughs> that only do the things that the X-Men won't. They're literally the bad, bad, bad at. They're right. the expendables. How do you yeah. have that without blood? Like, that'd be the weirdest, like, but what if Cable and Deadpool hug for 90 minutes? Yeah, it's like, like right. how do you, I mean, how do you send in your Black Ops team and don't have them, like, slaughter they everybody? Yeah, with yeah. huge grins on their faces. You I know. can't wait for Deadpool 2. I, I saw it on IMAX, the trailer, yesterday because I saw Ready Player One and, and saw that first. Mm-hmm. I was like just giggling with excitement. That, that movie just, even, you know, I've seen the trailer a bunch of times on a small phone and on a computer, but, but then to actually oh, see yeah. it in the theater And the experience of the audience yeah. when they realize it's a Deadpool movie, I've seen yeah. it in theaters like five or six times and the moment we're like, Cable, oh, it's interesting. And then the moment Deadpool comes out and they realize what the combination of Cable and Deadpool means, the audience just like, 
Well, this is Ooh. the new trailer where it starts with him running around the corner. Start the car! Oh, yeah. So this is that full trailer with yeah. all the X-Force flavor. I mean, it's... I can't wait. That's it'll just also, it'll also be interesting if, uh, you know, if Deadpool gets bought up by another studio. Right. If they do try to go for more of a PG-13 vibe. Like, there's, there's still time between now and then, though. Right. Like, we still have, a, you know, I don't know, a couple well, months. You know, honestly, so. I think that um, once Disney does finish the acquisition, mm-hmm. that they will keep Fox as a, as a sidearm, probably bring in Fantastic Four into the MCU. Oh, yeah. But let X Men stay in the Fox universe and keep them separated until Phase Five or something. I think they so have just so keep many kicking those yeah. movies back. Well, that, well <laughs> probably. We don't, I don't really know what's going to happen with those other films. Yeah. But what I'm thinking yeah. is like they can keep that universe going mm-hmm. and let the Marvel universe plow forward by just introducing the Fantastic Four for Phase Four mm-hmm. and then continuing all the other characters. You have Doctor Strange too. You have Spider Man. You have mm-hmm. so many other characters that need to you know be represented in the Marvel universe before they bring in a Wolverine again. Yeah, and let us have our animated Deadpool show. Let us have that. Let us, let us have it. was the best thing oh, I may man. have ever, like, the 14 pages of that Deadpool script were the most accurate Deadpool I've read to date. And I love the movie. The Deadpool movie is perfect. But the way Donald Glover writes Deadpool feels so like it's Donald Glover channeling his frustrations at Hollywood through Deadpool. <laughs> and that's Deadpool. Deadpool is yeah. a character that, like, represents this frustrated, I'm trying to do the right thing, what's going on, like, that script. And it was written in 48 hours because all those references were from the last two days. Right. That yeah. script yeah. was perfect. And that the line shady of the pettiness joke, was beautiful. Beautiful. Doesn't it make sense That's just exactly to shut it down, though? We should just totally cancel it. Yeah, look, there's a super talented guy who loves this material and I totally mean, gets the character to destroy it. Yeah. We've got a team. We've yeah. made it everything perfect. No, 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 yeah. Creative differences. Also, we can't do it. Fun fact, the very first episode of Heroes I was ever on was not long after Marvel Phase 4 was sort of being announced and put together. And John made the prediction that it was going to launch with the number four and Johnny Storm flying around the Ring of Fire. And we're getting so close to it. Right. <laughs> it's my incredible abilities to travel into the future and talk like this with a strange voice sweaty question of the week comes from jesus zapata um since captain marvel is set to give us more lore into the kree and scrolls do you think we'll actually see the kree supreme intelligence and the scroll queen now that's a sweaty question the the supreme intelligence is a bizarre like giant blobular thing with a bunch of tentacles giant (laughs) green face I can only imagine can he sounds like Orson Welles. <laughs> I am the supreme intelligence. I talk like this because I'm inside water. Um, I'm inside a giant Listerine jug. Um, <laughs> I want to see that so bad. I want to see oh, the supreme word. intelligence more than MODOK at this point. Oh. Like, I've been wanting to see MODOK since they started this You've whole thing. You've been drawn as MODOK yeah. a number of I've been times. drawn as MODOK, but I love nice. MODOK. Me and Chris P. from Tim House have a special MODOK obsession. <laughs> uh, we have all the MODOKs. I think any MODOK that's made, we've got them all. <laughs> I've got the tiny MODOK. I've got the giant sideshow MODOK. So, look, Supreme Intelligence doesn't exist as a sideshow character. I know Rob Burnett's got like 4,000. He's staring at them right now. But <laughs> if they came out with a Supreme Intelligence, like, gelatin cabinet or whatever, oh, it could go man. right next to the, the, what is Bo from Doctor Who? Doctor Who? The giant face of Bo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm getting extra deep sweaty. Oh, yeah, Dr. no, stuff. I, love, I love that. Yeah, yeah so I'm the like, face of Bo, yes. I have that. I have that little thing. I'll go right next to it. Anyway, none of this shit matters. Oh, molds. I mean, just honestly. Oh, they, like, they should make that as the marketing campaign. Yeah. That should really like, happen. That's You're definitely an edible thing. supreme intelligence. Just go yeah. for yeah. it. the jello to get to the creamy like, stuff. shake it out. Oh, my God. It's screaming while you eat it. It comes with sound effects. Man, I can see that in a loot crate, actually, where you can make a jello bowl. The mold comes with it. Like they sell you the mold in the loot crate. Exactly. Oh, yes. All right, supreme intelligence. 
tangents. Obviously, <laughs> it sounds like we're all in. What about it. the Arkansas scroll queen? Happened. Just let's, let's give, do it. Just give Lucy Lawless a role in the MCU. Make her Have the scroll queen. The scroll queen. I mean, wow. if, if we're never going to get her as She-Hulk, right? this is the next best thing. I, I like Yeah, that. if you're not watching Lucy Lawless right now in Ash vs. Evil Dead or you don't know who Lucy that Lawless is, so you just check it out. She's an incredible actress. And yeah, I love that. The scroll queen, that should mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, um, anybody else her. think about Scroll Queen or? I, I think they both might happen because you need that big bad, and they're definitely the big bads in that world. The yeah. So yeah, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing, but we might actually get it. I don't. It's it's insane that that question felt so sweaty, but also like with thirty seconds of like. It's possible. Yeah. We're, we've done it. We've reached that weird level. Yeah. Like, yeah. This weird, like, geek zeitgeist where yeah. we've gotten to this point where it's like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're all in the pool at this point. Oh, like, There's a normal dude who's like, yes, the Supreme Intelligence. I remember him from Avengers issue 17. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows who. What? Six years ago, possible? we had Winter Soldier have Arnim Zola be in a computer, and I was like, buying it. All right. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we've gotten six years past that. We're ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. A very, it's a very real possibility that we might just be a handful of years away from like Lijah and Pybok, uh, Intelligence kind of a thing where we could have the human torch Ooh, falling in love with Elijah. Where like, they break into Wakanda and the old oh, man kind of stops t- Today we talked about Academy Award winner Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker in a normal, condensed, like like an adult film and it was standard. Like, that's where we are. We were right. very calm about him. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 You know, Joaquin Phoenix might do a Joker, Joker solo with Martin Scorsese producing. Yeah. Standard stuff. Yeah, just that's normal true. run-of-the-mill stuff. But what is this character? Is he going to go really over the edge? Yeah, He's yeah, going to yeah. be more comedy it's bent. It's a killing Joker. joke. Is it a prequel yeah. to that other amazing movie? Like nerds won in such a big way that it's like it's, it's yeah. If this like, was being made yeah. in like the seventies or the eighties, it might be the killer joke. They'd be like totally get it wrong. <laughs> well, like, it and, it, and it'd be made by Corman. Let's be real. Yes, it would it was be. just great. But yeah. double build with Boxcar Bertha the, the, from the new guys. You'd be like, that's not what Big Bart is called. Well, our version is Boxcar Bertha. You're like, no, <laughs> a young Kirk Douglas is playing the Joker in the. <laughs> that's right. Very serious film noirs. Hey, that's Man. it for Heroes. You've been watching episode 233. Let me thank Coy, Ashley, Marquia for rocking out and getting sweaty this hour. And I will see y'all next week. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. It's that little chico pit boomer, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify.